Welcome back to Marvel Maniac and MCU After Show. This is your host, Eric Cicada, a.k.a. Mr. Honest. This is the 10th time I've restarted this beginning part because, like, I'm in my head about this one for some reason because this is an off, like, weird episode format for me. I haven't done an episode where I've gone to the theater and then come back to you and talked about an episode. I'm Mr. Honest, so I'm going to be honest, brutally honest about the way I'm doing this one. Um, I'm really freaking excited, though, because Black Widow, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is the favorite first entry into phase four officially of the mcu and it was kick-ass it was kick-ass and i really liked it um and i i'm interested in what you thought about it first and foremost so tweet me at marvel maniac pod and you can email me marvel maniac pod at gmail.com let me know what you thought and uh yes so if you're new here we are also covering Loki right now, which is going into its final episode next week. But if, you, if you're watching Loki and you haven't listened to any of those other episodes, go back. We've covered every episode of Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and WandaVision. And I had a really great time covering those. And yeah, go check those out. We will be covering Marvel Studios' What If Next, which is going to be officially starting August 11th. Ten episodes on Disney+. Plus. I'm really, really excited. The trailer just dropped for that today. Go watch it. It's It looks really awesome. Um, and I might just lose my mind about this. Uh, you have to go watch the trailer from Marvel Studios' What If. It's like, I, I don't know, Loki might be setting it up. I'm not going to say any more spoilers for that. Um, Um, If you haven't watched Loki, no spoilers for Loki in this episode. I will say right now, spoiler alert, at the end of this episode, we're going to go, spoiler alert for the Falcon and Winter Soldier, if you haven't seen it, at the end of this episode. And I will warn you again when that's coming. But you have been warned right now. (laughs) You will be spoiled for the Falcon and Winter Soldier at the end of this episode. Be ready for that. Um, You may be skipping along. You may be, don't, don't. Be mad at me if I spoil Little Falcon and Winter Soldier for you at some point. Um, I've said it. It's in the description. Um, this is Marvel Maniac and MCU After Show. Let's get into Black Widow now. Um, this is all about Natasha Romanoff and her escapade, uh, her story, and her journey in this kind of unique, captured moment. Um, we have this giant. We have this giant. Um, Cinema. We have this giant cinema, this giant story this um, of the MCU now, right? Three phases of story that cover um, a lot of ground between Iron Man and Spider-Man Far From Home. So what we can do now, um, or what the storytellers can do, what they can decide to do is... They can go forward, or they can fill in gaps, right? And with Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. Black Widow, um, I think it might have been even probably Scarlett Johansson's say, if they maybe she wanted to come back in a way, or maybe, probably, I don't know, probably more Kevin Feige, you know, the guy at the head of the MCU. Um, some Someone like him. Or maybe both of them, like if she wanted to do more movies, or that, like maybe she just wanted one big last send off. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it all comes down to what story needed and the what possible best story could have been told here. And I think that's what made this movie great. Okay, it was an homage to the character, and it placed her where 
she needed to be in the canon of the MCU, and it filled in a gap in the MCU that gives that gives us more uh, more life in that period. Um, we get to see a little bit more time between Civil War and Infinity War, uh, a time that we we do have a lot of movie between, right? But we do get to learn a lot more about a character that we spent an awful lot of time with, but we didn't know a lot about their history. And boy, am I sure happy to get to know her a little bit better. Major credits a screen rant on YouTube. I linked this video um, that I really gathered nearly every reference I, and note I took um, in my notes from like this guy at Screen Rant. I, I don't know his name off the top of my head. I watch every one of his videos from recent. Um, and I usually watch his videos after I make my episodes, but he must have had an advanced copy or something uh, because he saw he, his episode for Black Widow was up yesterday. So I, I'm so thankful for his video when I came home because he had a great breakdown of the movie and like really his breakdowns are fantastic. Like he he draws so many lines and parallels. He, he does like 15 minute breakdowns of every uh, Loki episode, every um, movie, um, and he put and like. He's got a cute dog. Um, I would I would go check out his videos. Um, so I linked this video, his Black Widow video, in the description of my podcast. Check that out um, as well. So anyway, um, so like I'm gonna be any like a lot of parallels I'm drawing. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mirror and bounce off of some of his ideas. Um, so like credit where credit is due to Screen Rant. Um, please don't hate me or uh, any Screen Rant fans for or accuse me for stealing ideas from Screen Rant. Screen Rant. Screen Rant. Screen Rant. I love Screen Rant. Um, this is an advertisement for Screen Rant. Screen Rant's amazing. Um, you can use this. Please don't hate. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> okay, um, the American Pie thing at the beginning. Um, that was just. I, I want to like just like say like that that use of that song was amazing. Um, but but just back to the beginning of like the whole sequence of the, just them being kids. Black uh, uh, Natasha and her sister Lorena. Am I saying her name right? Yelena, Yelena, um, yeah, Nat Natasha and Yelena, um, and the whole parallel, um, of them mirroring each other in the backyard, them doing, like, the backwards, you know, um, backwards stilt thing where they're mirroring each other, um, I love parallels, um, you know, I love a show like Breaking Bad where they, they, you know, they'll put certain colors on certain characters, and, um, you know, they, you draw a lot of certain visual um, connections with certain things. Uh, so, like, you'll see these... They, they, they give you so much of um, visual comfort, too, um, in a family. And David Harbour, uh, in this first scene coming home, kind of breaks that foundation of the family because he looks so broken. But the, the kids trust in the dad is there. And... You know, this girl, this young girl, you know, I, I don't know if they want you to be believe or think that the really sweet, young, sweet girl, the sweet girl, um, young Yelena is, is, is supposed, are you going to, are you supposed to think that that's young, young Natasha? Like, I, I thought that was, I totally took her as young Natasha at first um but it was the other girl i had them i had them mixed up um and i don't know why that is um i don't know why that is until until she started 
until she took the gun. I don't know. I, uh, but that that was my bad. Um, but then I, you know, the parallels were really good, and um, uh, you know, uh, like I said, it's screen rant. A lot of these, a lot of these um, connections are, you know. But I, I will say. I, I will say, like, I, I figured, like, the, the, the thing where they were mirroring each other, I almost was going to say, um, is, is, is her sister going to be Taskmaster, you know, when, we go, when we're going into this movie? Uh, because I knew that Taskmaster mirrors people. Um, but it was almost like just maybe a foreshadowing to Taskmaster being the villain. Um, by the way, the reveal to who Taskmaster is, but we'll talk about it. But uh, that was pretty big. That was a big deal. And, uh, yeah, I, I like that. I just, man, this movie was engaging. And it was just a really good decision to go see it in theaters. And I don't want to, like, I don't want to talk about that too much. Because uh, if you haven't yet, and you already have seen um, it on Disney+, and you're still wondering, if you, like... <laughs> I am not, uh, like, trust me, I'm not running uh, to the theaters with cash in my pocket. And uh, Trust me, I had an old AMC Stubbs um, subscription, which I would not get right now. Um, that I had, like, they literally, I, out of the, by the grace of God, they gave me an extra, like, um, month on uh, from, like, before quarantine. I'm like, oh, I get to go see Black Widow. Um, I was like, fantastic. I'm going to go see it. It was free. I got, but, I, like, it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, but if you saw it on Disney, it was good to see it in theaters again. It was a good experience to be back in the theater seeing a Marvel movie. Uh, but just to be seeing a, Mar- a new Marvel movie again, come on. How awesome is that? And the nostalgic feeling of it being set in that time. At first, I'm thinking... Are they gonna maybe trick us and and do something where like, uh, oh man, is she secretly like alive post Endgame and this movie's gonna take place post Endgame and like she 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 somehow survived and like made her way back from Vormir uh, and like what if they did something like that and I'm like well why would I like theorize this going into the theater uh, be- be- because it's not possible it's just not possible um, and I was a little tiny, itty-bitty tiny, a little bit eeny-weeny disappointed at first that we were stuck in this time period. But then once you accept it, it becomes almost like, I don't know, it's... it. Y- Everything is so stapled in the MCU, and like Infinity War is such an iconic movie to me now, and Endgame. And I don't, I mean, I'm gonna speak for myself because I, I almost want to speak for the whole MCU community. It's such an iconic movie to us. Like, I can't say that, but like, I, I want to because like it's such a big movie. Um, there, and like, I don't know, the movies before it's Civil War, and like, they're everything's so locked in there as such iconic movies. Like, this movie. It almost has a pressure to be very good, but it, it it's like I, I trust Marvel, and here I am in the seat, just like kicking back. I'm like, this movie's gonna be great. I don't care. I, I trust it, and it was. You know what I mean? And it was. It was fucking awesome. Uh, you think I'm gonna not just trust Scar Scarjo? Scarjo's not gonna just kick some ass, dude. She kicked major ass in her final bout. The the most ass I've ever seen her kick, I think. Um, and the choreography um, down to the wire. Florence Pugh as Yelena, uh, literally show stealer. She she made the theater laugh. Um, never have I ever seen like 
um, an action move from a trailer, like Black Widow's, um, what does she call it? What did uh, Yelena call it? Um, grief for her signature move, you know, where she falls down, um, does her little hair flip. Uh, like she gives Black Widow grief for that, right? That's so funny. The whole theater I was in got a reaction. I was in a good theater. Is, is there nothing better than being in a good theater? where people are reacting and and like my theater clapped at the end of the movie isn't that freaking amazing like i i miss that i miss that i'm so hyped about that like it's been two years since I've been to a movie in theaters i can have i said that again can i say that more times i mean post quarantine guys it's chills on my arms because um human connection is a big deal and Something about cheering on an Avenger, fighting for other humans, uh, with other humans, it's just an experience. And, uh, yeah, and I hope, like, you, some of you humans got to experience that. And I hope even if you're with, like, you paid that $30 on Disney Plus um, to experience that, I hope you're experiencing that with somebody else, too. Uh, And, like... Yeah, and like I, at the end of the movie, by the way, like me and some dude at the post credit scene, we fist bumped because of how awesome it was. <laughs> I didn't even know who he was, <laughs> and and he didn't know who I was, but we were just so pumped. All right, it's time to bring the show over to our Marvel Studios. I'm going. There are 1.8 million Avengers that are joined over there, so I would join him, uh, join them right now. And uh, I accidentally just unjoined them and rejoined. So I probably just uh, ruined my uh, joinage or whatever. Followage. I don't know what it is on Reddit. I've been on Reddit for a long time, but I don't know the uh, lingo. Uh, I sound like an old person. Uh, so Mr. Folgers 83 says uh, Florence Pugh is. Uh, Florence Pugh was dope as Elena. I agree. Um, top comment uh, in response to that was agreed. Such a gem, Pinnet. Uh, I agree with that as well. <laughs> uh, Hingle McCringle uh, said uh, two seven three says I'm just glad David Harbor survived. <laughs> that, that's really funny. David Harbor as Lexi. Uh, yes, <laughs> he was really good. Uh, David Harbor as Lexi. What, what did you guys think? Uh, Alexi, aka Red Guardian. <laughs> he was uh, the long lost father of Black Widow, Natasha, and Yelena. I keep calling her Yelena. It is Yelena. I, I don't want to get that wrong. Um, she she was so good too. What a, you know, the acting is beyond amazing in this movie. Um, I thought he he was wonderful, and he kicked a lot of ass. Uh, Kalexi, Kelly Kelly X forty two replied. That actually surprised me that he survived. Uh, LOL. Ever since the first trailer, my friend and I were convinced he was a goner. Me too. Uh, no, but nope. The Crimson Dynamo, I mean Red Guardian, lives on. I love it. Uh, Hingle McRingle replied, for real, thought he was a goner. Why did I think he was a goner do? Because I think, I don't know why, but did anyone else think like this movie was supposed to take place before any, uh, any of the MCU? Like way before? Like all of this? Like before Avengers? Anyone else? I don't know. Um, I don't know. So the next comment, um, you guys go hold off Ross. You guys go, I'll hold off Ross. Uh, are you sure? Because those cars are still pretty far away. We have a plane right here. Yeah, I'm sure. Besides, I have to go be in Infinity War now. <laughs> that's attempted. That's attempted Munkin. Sorry for the snort laugh, dude. Attempted Munkin. That's hilarious. I don't even understand that. Why did she mean meet with Ross and not go with him? Why would Ross let her go? <laughs> that that's a really good point. 
<laughs> um, so just by us, uh, 700 replies with something, a good point, and I love where this is going already because I need rationalization even though it's making me laugh. Um, I'm going to read that comment again without laughing through it um, above. Okay, attempt to de- Did you hear what I said? You guys go. I'll hold off Roz. I can't do that. I can't read this. Are you sure? Because those cars are still pretty far away. We still have a plane right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure besides I have to go be, be worn out. Attempted uh, monk NF, dude. Uh, it's hilarious. So Jess Best says, I believe she basically cut a deal with Ross. She took down the red room and he let her go for a bit. Then she helped Steve break the others out of the raft. And well, she was on the Ross bad list again. That makes sense. That makes sense. She's very convincing, too, and um, she's smart, and she knows how to play her cards. So I'm willing to buy that. I'm willing to buy that. Um, I agree. She could have just gotten on. Uh, they could. They cut the scene of her and Ross cutting the deal, though. There, there are shots of Ross at the crash site in the trailers, so it probably would have explained it, and it fit better, but maybe it screwed up the pacing a bit. I don't know. Just best 700. Okay. J. Do... One universe uh, says, "Have Mar- has Marvel ever done an opening credit sequence since pre MCU? I liked it, but it just felt weird because I can't recall another MCU di- title that did it." So what he's talking about is uh, this. That's kind of like a cold open. So we didn't get the right away. We got we didn't get that right away. We got our cold open. Then we got that. We got the opening, so I I love that too. Um, I love that, and we got a response from Trevor Burnett that says Guardians of the Galaxy did the opening credits, uh, but this was awesome. Loved it. Uh, L Redditor fifteen says, "Yeah, Iron Man two and the Incredible Hulk did it. That's sick." Yeah, I, I like when movies do that. I think it builds up a lot of anticipation. I like opening sequences. I think movies tend to do it anyway, whether or not we are getting uh, that build to the credits Marvel credits because if not they're doing their own like Iron Man or um, you know Loki or whatever it is you know by the way um, Loki's been great and I'm going to remind you one more time if you haven't been watching Loki, we do have a, a Loki after show, um, which we do break down a little more comprehensively um, and a little bit differently uh, since I do have the episode a little more in front of me than this movie here. I thought all of Widow's fights were epic. Um, each one with ta- each one of Taskmaster's, Taskmaster's abilities, um, you could tell they completely choreographed him, identical to the uh, Captain America uh I think they went mostly off a of cap, but if you look way closer, I'm sure they had him do a ton of other heroes. Uh, but I love when they pull they pull out the Black Panther claw. And, um, he pulls out the Hawkeye arrow. I mean, there's a bunch of moments where he he does she does the signature moves. I'm sorry, um, it, it was a big deal at the end when they revealed that it was uh, Drokoff's daughter. You know, and how about that? You know, Loki's one line in uh, The Avengers, Drakeoff's daughter, Drakeoff's daughter, man. Um, you know, we learned a little bit about Budapest, that um, her and Clint, there's the thing that they did, to, uh, it was what she did to um, get into S.H.I.E.L.D. was get give up Drakeoff, but like, 
ah, she she killed that kid, you know, uh, but the kid didn't die, became Taskmaster. You know, the aging of that kid is a little curious to me. Like, how old was she and how old is the kid in comparison? A um, little confusing to me, but, uh, like, we'll move on from that. Like, she, the, the Taskmaster looks older. Um, like, I don't know. Like, maybe 10-year difference. I don't know. But let's not question that too much. It's okay. Um, <laughs> um, I thought the relationship between uh, Melina, Rachel, Weiss, 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 I'm sorry, um, and the daughters, and just David Harbour, and oh my gosh, as Alexi, did between uh, Melina and Alexi, they were insane. Uh, a lot of tension between those two. And uh, the whole family dynamic was great because when they come back together and they're all drinking, uh, <laughs> and um, it's really it's really sad because uh, Elena, um, the character, believes so much in this family dynamic, and uh, Natasha totally has given up on it. And on the outside, but like there's this still sense that she cared about that cares a little bit about it, and Melina has this little like this little bit of a feeling of caring about it but like Yelena really cared about her family and that time meant so much to her and during that scene at the table where they're having drinks and eating um, it all kind of comes apart it's right before they get taken into the red room the flying shield helicarrier opposite you know esque base um, why they could never find Drakeoff um, in the last years, um, well, in the years, you know, I don't know. It's it's interesting how they how Natasha thought she killed him, and then he just stayed alive like a cockroach. And you know, the power that they gave this nasty little mafia rush, uh, this nasty little mafia boss. You know, like I felt like they they he they, he played it so well uh, too. Um, it was fantastic. I thought he was fantastic. Uh, really well played. I thought the oh my gosh. Um, I thought that the scene at the end, like the whole the whole setup at the end in the in the helicarrier place, was just so perfect. It was insane uh, because for one, they're all set up in the sky to die and you don't know which one of her family members if all of them could die um because we only know that she technically dies later so i mean they all they're all at stake here and i don't know <laughs> the fact that they all like the fact that they all survive is insane like where do they go uh and what happens to them you know that's probably a good question to be asking right um, <laughs> I guess they'll they'll show up. The Red Guardian lives, right? Like as as we've heard, um, <laughs> um, someone on Reddit said, "Man, I forgot how ludic ludicrously cartoonishly good looking Scar uh, Scarlett Johansson is." No comment, but agreed. Uh, m moving on. All right, this is now where I'm going to say spoiler alert. All right, right now we're doing a spoiler alert for The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So if you haven't seen The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, spoiler alert right now. The time is now. Spoiler right now. Okay, so the post credit scene, we get a mourning um, Yelena at the grave of Natasha. And 
who is there but to greet her, right? But uh, our very own Valentina Allegra de Fontaine from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier series, who is seeming seemingly becoming more and more of a villain. Um, I mean, I don't mean a textbook or throw her in that throw her in that uh, you know realm, but. She's kind of going there, you know. She's doing it. She's doing some bad guy things, and uh, I, I'm a little concerned. Uh, she's she's forming a a Dark Avengers or a Thunderbolts, as as Screen Rant was saying. Um, and and you know what, she, she, dude, this it was worth it waiting for this post credit scene. Um, I was freak. I was kind of freaked out by this, like to see uh, Clint like blackmailed like this a- after what went down on Vormir. Um. I don't know, man. That's just dark. It's just a dark time. Like, we were in kind of like a... Like, even, like, the time of Civil War wasn't, like, that dark because we're like, it was just, like, the Avengers, like, fighting each other. Like, they shouldn't have been fighting each other, and everyone knows it because bigger things were coming. Bigger bigger problems were, were amok. And, like, <laughs> I love how serious... I just love how serious we could talk about, like the funniest of things you know like this is superheroes and stuff but like this is we fucking get serious about this here right um but bigger problems were amok you know like thanos is coming and like all this we we know in this in this story like this is coming um and in the in the story of black widow but like this post-credit scene is like boom past all of that and like we get to see this character um that we got to know in this movie um and you know what? We also get to know her perspective of getting to know Clint barely um, through Nat, through Nat, right? She gets to know Clint through Nat at Budapest, the place where they got to know each other. Um, there's arrows in the walls. Ah, those are uh, those holes in the walls. Those are arrows. Um, and she gets to know they were friends, and um, like so. There's already this distrust. There's a Hawkeye series coming out this year. Um, are you? I mean, we're covering that here. I'm gonna let you know. Um, it's coming out in 2021. That's all we got right now. But it's like the latter end, sometime like August 25th ish. Um, that's what we're saying. Like. So I mean, is 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 the, if that's true, um, we might be having like a double Marvel Maniac showdown of What If and Hawkeye. I I don't know. I feel like if it was in August, we'd know by now. If if not, it'd be really soon. So I'm thinking more like September is my guess for for Hawkeye. And it, when Hawkeye comes out, it's going to probably, if not, I'm going to guess. Oh man, strongly that it's going to feature Yelena um, as an antagonist, if not mainly an antagonist, um, putting Clint to trial for apparently killing Nat. I'm going to do my best to do a follow-up uh, discussion with this with my buddies on our After After show um, for Loki, which will be the week following, uh, what, not this Wednesday, but the next. So Loki finale, the week after that, we will have our After After show for Loki. And uh, we'll be discussing the series as a whole, and then possibly a little bit of Black Widow. 
What did you think of this movie? Um, what is coming up for the MCU? Where are we going? Is the multiverse breaking? What is happening next? I want your thoughts at Marvel Maniac Pod on Twitter, Marvel Maniac Pod at gmail.com. Donations are never expected, but always appreciated. Uh, Mr. Honest Podcast at gmail.com on PayPal right now is the best place to do that. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend and a great week. We will see you on Wednesday for the series finale of Loki. Uh, it's sure to be a bumpy ride. What a great week to be a Marvel fan. Am I right? Uh, until then, Avengers disassemble. <laughs>